Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is sponsored by Backblaze Online Backup. Say that again. Blaze. Backblaze Online Backup. Not Blackbase. Nope. It's a simple way to back up all of your movies, photos, music, videos, and all other data for just $5 a month. It's simple, and you can access all of your data online from wherever you are. Try it absolutely free by going to backblaze.com slash cpc. You did great. That was quite a tongue twister. Yeah, I did. That took me a while to get back there. Backblaze. Yeah. Backblaze. Back, I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This is Friendshipping! And the theme this week is... Being kind versus being nice. What an... Oh my gosh, I'm going to do the thing. Do the thing. It's been a while. What an interesting distinction. Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Hey everyone, uh, coming at you live from my head cold. Oh, you poor thing. This is your seventh head cold this month. <laughs> Feels like it. Um, I got my coffee. I got my vitamin C water. Mm-hmm. Dropped a tablet on that and shook it up. And now it's like gross fiber water. I uh, got Ugh. my Kleenex. Yes. And sitting between us is a hand, hand sanitizer. And I'm, I'm going to squirt some of that on Trin. Here Thank we go. you. Boop. Yay. Boop. Oh. We nasty. Um, so, uh, I think it's really important that we update our listeners yeah. on what, y- how you and your therapist are faring. Cause you haven't broken up yet. No, I haven't broken up. Um, I said, uh, I'll get back to you, uh, the beginning of next week to reschedule. And it's the beginning of next week right now. Uh, it's a Tuesday, uh, right now. Well, it's Thursday for you. Yeah. Tuesday for me. Yes. <laughs> So I asked Trin if we if we could break up with her. Okay, let me back up. If you have if you're not familiar, it means you need to go back and listen to the last episode where Trin shares a session she had with a therapist that was absolutely wackadoodle. Her therapist says some things that a therapist or really any human should not say. Uh, mild trigger warning. Uh, it's not graphic or anything, no. but it's just like mildly upsetting and weird story. Yeah. The, Very interesting story, though. The one sentence description is uh, in order to prove that humans are good. My therapist told me about the time she stole a dog. Yep. <laughs> so uh, I've decided that I don't need advice from somebody who makes such irrational decisions <laughs> And still talks to the uh, talks about them five years later. Yep. <clears throat> so I uh, I don't know what to do because uh, you know, okay. So if you go out with somebody a few times, you know you probably want to break up with them in person because it's like you know a few times. So I've seen this therapist like five or six times, and I feel like I should break no. up with her in person. You don't need to do that. It's a professional relationship. And I also don't want to break up with her in person, so I'll just take your advice because that's I what I want to hear. I honestly think it's a courtesy to break up at all as opposed to just ghosting. I've ghosted mm. on a therapist before. Yeah. So I asked Tran if we could write her breakup note to her therapist on the air, and she actually agreed. <laughs> Dear John. You might think this is a little much, and yes, it is. It is a little much to do this on the air, but it's our show. And also, uh, I would have done this off the air with Jen. <laughs> So, like, it's, I'm just recording what would have happened anyway. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to write two versions of this. Yes, gonna... and I have, by the way, I have my text messages open on my MacBook Ooh! right now. Oh, God. Okay. I know. Okay, so this put, is the worst. Put, close that 
and let's write a draft. Okay, all right. Opening okay, draft. so we're going to write two versions of this. We're going to write a really bad one <laughs> that you should not send, and then we're going to write one that you should send. Texts to my therapists dot doc. And if I sneeze or cough during this, I'm going to start over, and Ian's going to cut it. Thanks, Ian. Thanks, Ian. Jen's got many sneezes. I got the sneezels. Okay. Okay, okay. So here we go. Dear name. Yes. We're not going to say the name. I think you are very weird. I think you are very weird. That story you told me about the dog. Yes. Was, I'll let you describe it. Was weird. (laughs) (laughs) I am afraid that... Should I spend more time under your care? I, I might, too oh, will, will steal, become weird. Oh, I too will steal a dog. Become weird and steal a dog. That dog, by the way, definitely belonged to someone. <laughs> it probably <laughs> it probably slipped out of its collar or had a chip. It probably slipped out of it's you color. did not do your due diligence. You just gave the dog away. I find this very weird. You just gave the dog away to feel good about <laughs> yourself. yourself. <laughs> you did all of this incorrectly. Worst oh. of all, you told me you were patient about it <laughs> in an effort to make yourself look good. Guess what, bozo? <laughs> Therapy is not about you. This is the one hour a week where it's completely about me and my feelings. It ain't about you. Also, you talk too much. (laughs) Get it out there, Trin. You talk too much about yourself. I, wait, too much about, I'm trying to really type this out, yourself. I don't care about your friend that moved to Minnesota Or the kind of baking your mother does. I know all of these things. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure Minnesota is a nice place. I'm sure Minnesota is a nice place. Full of great people, but it is not relevant to our therapy sessions, which, again, I'm paying for an hourly rate of blank. And it's really (laughs) unfair that I know so much about you and I don't feel listened to. Okay. (laughs) Should we write the real one now? Eat oh, farts, Trin. P.S. P.S. I wouldn't trust you with my pets. <laughs> That's true of most people, though. I wouldn't trust most people with my I pets. I super wouldn't trust I you with my pets. extremely would not trust specifically you with my pets. Love, Trin. Great. Okay. Let's write the, the real one you're going to send. Yes. And what we're going to say is... Dear person. Well, I probably won't in the actual text say. Yeah, probably not. You're you're not a Facebook mom. Right. And it's going directly to her. So you're going to say, hi, Trin here. Hi, Trin here. Uh, I think I need a break. You don't think you know you need a break. I need a break. You're going to say, hi, Trin here. I just wanted to let you know I'm moving on. I will edit this, okay. okay. I'm just gonna spew this out. I'm moving on. I don't think we're a great fit for each other. Thank you for your time. God God bless you. <laughs> God bless America. Oh, should I say thank you for your time and I'm sorry it didn't work out? Yeah, I think that's polite. You don't need to. 
God, don't forget the God bless America. <laughs> God bless the USA. So here's my question. Should I say, I'm sorry it didn't work out? I mean, I don't think you need to apologize here. Okay. I think it's an extended courtesy. But again, this woman is not trustworthy. So I'm going to leave the ball in your court over, over if you feel... What's going to bring you the most peace? I don't know. Also, here's another question. I have to pay her <laughs> for my last session. I have to send a check. So... Your check is in the mail, Should bitch. Should I say your check is in the mail, bitch? Yeah. Okay. Of course. <laughs> Those words? <laughs> exactly. God bless the USA. Your check is in the mail, bitch. All right. Please read the final. <laughs> your. Okay. All right. So I think you are very weird. That story you told me about the dog was weird. I am afraid that should I spend more time under your care, I too will become weird and steal a dog. That dog, by the way, definitely belonged to someone. It probably slipped out of its collar. You did not do your due diligence. You just gave a dog away to feel good about yourself. You did all of this incorrectly, capital I. Worst of all, you told me you're patient about it in an effort to make yourself look good. Guess what, bozo? It ain't about you. Also, you talk too much. You talk too much about yourself. I don't care that your friend moved to Minnesota or the kind of baking your mother does. I'm sure Minnesota is a nice place full of great people, but it is not relevant to our therapy sessions. Eat farts, trin. P.S. I extremely would not trust specifically you with my pets. With love, Trin. <laughs> I like that you signed off twice. <laughs> okay, what's the one you're actually going to send this next one? Uh, I think I want to edit it one more time. No. Well, so here's what I got. Hi, Trin here. I just wanted to let you know that I'm moving on. I don't think we're a great fit for each other. Thank you for your time. I'm sorry it didn't work out. Your check is in the mail. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> uh, P.S. P.S. Boss Baby is nominated for an Oscar. P.S. Boss Baby is nominated for this an This is one Oscar. of the things I would have brought up to you in our next session. <laughs> Please be aware that other people may bring this May find this news disturbing in, and may need to dissect it with you. Do your research for once. <laughs> Love, Trin. I think we nailed it. I think maybe some minor tweaks, but... Uh, yeah, I'm going to send this, like, right after our session. Okay. I have to turn my phone on airplane mode for our sessions. Wait, this is not a session. Actually, you it know what? It's a recording it session. <laughs> it's a recording session. Also, this is better than therapy yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, you know, I can honestly say this. We do a better job talking about your feelings than your therapist does. So far? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. Well, kind versus nice. Yeah. Well, now that we've been both kind and nice and impolite... Let's right. get into it. So this is something we've talked about on the podcast before. It's um, something we first heard of from Kelly Sue DeConnick, who is uh, an, a writer and comic creator. And we love the distinction between these two words. However, there is some disagreement to what these words mean. And that's what this episode is going to be about. Should I read the thing? I think you should. I am wondering about kind versus nice. I've heard you sometimes say something like, you should always be kind, but you don't have to be nice. I googled kind versus nice and found this article. In the article, it seems as if the difference between being kind versus nice relates to a person's desire to be liked or loved by others. Someone who is nice is seeking to be liked or loved by someone to whom they're being nice. Someone who is kind already likes or loves themselves and is genuine in their care and respect of others. This distinction seems different from the ways you use it. Oh yeah, it's different. A little bit. A little bit. I gather from the way you use it that it's often okay to be nice, whereas this article implies the opposite. Perhaps I'm completely wrong. 
I adore your podcast and take a lot of what you say to heart. However, the kind versus nice thing has tripped me up a little. Pronouns, she, her, hers. Thank you for that. Yeah. So Jen read the article and I didn't because we wanted two different perspectives. And mine is kind of like this unadulterated, unsalted, unfried kind of opinion that we've always held. And Jen has read the article. So Jen, if you want to give us a little, little something. I'm not crazy about the article, I have to say. The article is kind of saying that people who act nice have an ulterior motive, which there's truth to that, sure, I guess. But it's not really relevant to our definition of kind versus nice, which I'm very excited to get into because here at Friendshiping LLC, uh, we disagree with the article. Yeah. So here's what it comes down to. Ready? Yes. You do not have to be nice all of the time to be a kind and generous person. True. We socialize women from birth to be nice and polite and accommodating to everyone and to not make a fuss and to not speak up when they have needs and to be considered dramatic or attention seeking when they do have an opinion. Like, uh, you know how people say like teen girls are like so dramatic and mean to each other? Maybe they're just being normal, hormonal, young weirdos, and we're teaching girls that speaking up equals mean. Yep. Here's a terrible thing. Girls stop raising their hands in classrooms, even when they know the answer, around the age of 12, because lack of confidence, they don't feel that they should be seen. They don't think that, even if they know the right answer, they won't raise their hand. Does that disturb you? Because it should. It disturbs me because I remember that moment. I very genuinely remember just not wanting to take up space. Just not wanting to be noticed. Yep. And from that moment forward, I was a fucking Hermione. Yes. Just to stick it to the assholes. Yes. Like, I actually, like, did my Catholic school homework just because I was mad about what he said. So much of what motivates Trin and I is spite. I, you know what? I feel like that's a perfectly acceptable motivator. Of course it is. Especially when you're a 13-year-old girl and you're angry. You're full of anger and spite. Absolutely. Anyway, I, I, I love that. This is to say that I agree that that is true. Girls very much are socialized to not take up space. And I know, and I'm sure that there are probably a lot of non-binary people who also feel this way. Oh, yes. Simply because uh, like finding your space and carving it out and um, having attention on you is, I feel like, really relegated to men. Yeah. I mean, if you, I feel so strongly especially when you're young, but this carries well on into adulthood. Yeah. But uh, where I really pay attention to it is in my nieces. And when they are noisy and opinionated, I get so happy. I'm yeah. like, yes, don't ever lose that. Because eventually you'll learn how to, you know, be, be kind and noisy and polite. But like, don't lose the childhood loudness you have. Like, yeah. I think that is so cool. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, when my brother was loud, people would be like, oh, he's going to be a lawyer one day. And when I was loud, people would be like, ah, she's so bossy. Right? (laughs) I know. It's so garbage. Yeah. So he can be argumentative and have an opinion, but you have to be like the person, I don't know, what... what, Placating. Yeah, exactly. God. And that's really what informs our opinion of kind versus nice. For us, uh, kindness is a very genuine thing that you do for other people, and we encourage you to be kind whenever you can. Uh, But being nice, like an an over sense of politeness, being nice and uh, yielding to people who are unkind to you, it's not necessary. You don't have to be nice to people who are unkind to you. Trin and I will never tell you to be polite to someone who is mistreating you. We just, just, we just won't. We just won't. Here are some situations in which you can be both a kind and a not a nice person. Yes. Okay. When someone is making you uncomfortable, physically, emotionally getting in your space, you do not have to be polite. Mm -hmm. Um, When someone talks over you, especially in a professional setting, you don't have to be, 
I, I recommend being polite in those situations if it's a professional like conference room, but uh, you don't have to just take it. No, we're not going to pretend that this is a perfect world that when you speak up for yourself, it will go over well every time. It's not Sorkin. It's not. It's not the West Wing where you stand up to your, for yourself and everyone folds in on you and understands that they've, that they've wronged you. There are risks to not being nice, even when the situation calls for you to not be nice. And we're not going to pretend that that doesn't exist. But we encourage you because that's the world that we want to see. Yeah. Be the, be the bitch you want to see in the bitchin' world. <laughs> Love that. Uh, you don't have to be nice when someone calls you a mean name. No. Or when someone is touching you and you don't want to be touched. Mm. Or when someone is sending you too many texts or DMs. Like, too many. You know the difference. I gotta be like, bye. Or say, just text them unsubscribe. <laughs> Jordan's or, done that. Or just stop. Yeah. Or boo. <laughs> or no. no. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I know that I've said this four times already, but like we go out into the world, Jen and I thinking, OK, I'm, I don't need to be nice. You don't have to do this if this is not beneficial to you, though. Yeah, exactly. We're giving you some tools, some options. We want you to know the option is out there to be a little impolite. It's time to be impolite if you want. Right. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. honestly. Um, the reason I feel so strongly about this, though, is because I remember being in elementary school. And you know how when you're like really young, like second, third grade, the entire day is just like a game. Like you're playing with your friends. Like you're always like in character, out of character. It's like it's like LARPing all the time. You're either Harry Potter or you're Han Solo or whatever. Oh, my God. Um, so that's what elementary school was like for me. Yeah. So in some ways it was very magical. And I remember when we would play these games as kids, I always wanted to be the boy character. So I had some gender confusion as a kid. I even wanted people to not call me Jen. I wanted people to call me a boy's name because I thought the boy characters in all of this media were so cool. Oh, Jen. I know. I know. Uh, Han Solo, so cool. Leia, also very cool. But, you know, Leia was played by someone else. You know what? It took me a while to realize how cool Leia is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, uh, I always thought it was like the, the boys were always brave and courageous and they had all these traits I really valued and admired. So I, had to, I wanted to be the boy character and not the weak, annoying girl. That is how we're teaching young girls to act, which is really unfortunate. So at some point in your life, you got to keep that in the back of your mind and be like, am I, am I still being poisoned by this? Yeah. Man, that speaks so true to uh, how Kelly Sue DeConnick has uh, has described this phenomenon because uh, so she has created and, and written um, Bitch, Bitch Planet. Planet, yeah, which is kind of what we want to form here on exactly. Earth. Exactly. I've only read the first uh, floppy because uh, I'm out of touch and old. But the the gist is that there are some women who are non-compliant on this planet, and they get labeled that they're non-compliant and they're rude and blah. That is what we'd like the world to be. We would like you to we would like people to accept that not everybody feels good and wants to be nice all the time. Anyway, look up her talks if you really want to get into this. She gave a talk at Facebook about this, which I think is so badass. It's the most badass thing yeah, ever it's in my so life. So cool. Um, what is the deal with um I remember when we were taking notes, you mentioned something about like confidence. Yeah. So the article says Okay, here's a quote from the article. Someone who is kind already likes and loves themselves and is genuine in their care and respect of others. So th this article goes into stuff about self-confidence. And someone who has self-confidence is kind and someone who doesn't have self-confidence is nice. I just don't agree with that at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really understand how self-confidence factors into when you're being kind or not. 
Because I know a lot of people that have no self-confidence or self-esteem that are still very kind. Self-confidence is fucking overrated. I think it is, too. Like, I hate the whole... You have to love yourself before you love someone else. Like, you have to be kind to yourself before you be kind to other people. What the fuck is that? Like, eat a butt because most people just aren't there yet. Yeah. I mean, God, don't stop people in their tracks on their journey. You don't love yourself yet. <laughs> well, guess what? It's, I'm probably never going to. Yeah. And <laughs> I almost said, and that's okay. I guess it's not okay, but like it, that's, that's the reality. Most people could use some practice loving and being kind to others so that one day they can love and be kind to themselves. And that's advice we are constantly giving. Like, would you say that or do that to your friend? Like the mean things that you say in your head, would you say that to somebody that you love? And then why would you do it to yourself? And man, I would guess that maybe 15% of the world is confident and probably 80% of that 15% are rich men. So like, please don't wait. Don't wait. Don't wait for self-confidence. It's just, that's, that's not how it happens. It doesn't just appear one day. It's this enormous, lifelong process. Self-confidence is a feeling that waxes and wanes. I feel about self-confidence really the way I feel about, um, like, thinness and beauty. Because women are constantly thinking to themselves, and, and obviously I can't speak for every woman, but I do know that this is a very consistent feeling among women. That, oh, when my skin is cleared up or when I lose those last 10 pounds, then I'll be happy and I'll do all this stuff. Like, fuck that, because your skin is going to occasionally be trash for the rest of your life. The last 10 pounds are just a complete myth that just keeps women in line and buying crappy magazines that tell you to eat paleo. So just do the thing. Be kind. Go out. Volunteer. Uh, think about other people. Stop waiting to perfect yourself and love yourself because it's just, it's not an on-off switch. Oh, I love that so much. Don't hold yourself away and wait for the self-esteem to come. Ugh. I honestly, in my experience, the self-esteem comes when I am out in the world with my friends, when I am doing kindness to others. Do kindness at the problem. Do kindness and friendship <laughs> at the problem. And at yourself. And at yourself, yes. So ultimately, the definition between kindness and niceness in this article, Jen, what's the, what's the difference? In the article, it says that people that are, have kindness have confidence and compassion for others. I don't understand the confidence thing. I don't either. The nice one, the definition of nice seems to be uh, you have ulterior motives and you don't have low self-esteem. What? I don't understand. To be fair, maybe I didn't read this article enough. I am, I'm on a lot of cold meds. But uh, I'm, just, I'm just saying I don't think self-confidence has to play into how you treat others. Yeah. So for our definition, like the, the gist of our definition would be that niceness is politeness and it's things that you do on like just the everyday, like the, the polite nod at people like from across the room or like the, I don't know, please thank you. The courtesies, the small courtesies of every day. Right. Kindness is like, hey, I'm going to the kitchen. Do you want a cup of coffee? Kindness is practicing everyday improvement of the world. Oh, you know what kindness really is? It's when, um, it's when your neighbor gets a divorce. And you, <laughs> so you steal a dog off the street and then and you, you tie it up uh, to their front door and say, now you have a pet. You better take care of this dog. Ugh. That is the true definition of kindness. If you didn't listen last week, she's referencing it. <laughs> if you didn't listen last week, you probably think I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I guess, I guess that's really ultimately the end of it is that every person 
should wield niceness and kindness the way that suits them. You are not one thing or another if you are not please and thank you or you are not. I don't know how else to say this. How am I doing? I think you're doing amazing. I think when it comes to being not nice to someone else, you can be not nice to someone else while being kind to yourself. That's very true. You have to be kind to yourself sometimes. And that means, I know it sounds crazy, because for women that are like, no, 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 like I'm here to exist for other people in the world. No, you're not. No, you're not. Uh, So I'm going to do two things. One is the next question is very heavily about that, about being kind without being nice, which we will get to. And the second thing is confidence does not play into this whatsoever. You don't have to like yourself to do anything. And you know what? You probably don't. (laughs) You don't have to like yourself to have a podcast. Yeah, trust me. (laughs) (laughs) To give advice. (laughs) Maybe you have to have a friend talk you into it. Every week. Every week. (laughs) Maybe you have to have a friend there that's like, Jen, it's good. We should keep doing this. Uh, Maybe it takes a year for you to believe it. We keep, we, we're still doing this. The other day, I so we had a tweet the other day at the Do Friendship account, which you can follow us on Twitter at Do, Do Friendship. Friendship. Somebody mentioned, uh, man, I wish I can remember their at just to like credit them. But somebody was like, um, oh, I, I'm so excited for 2018 for a fresh set of transitions, which is what we refer to when I segue from one thing we're talking about into the next question. And it was only then. On episode 133, that it hit me that other people listen to this podcast. (laughs) Despite all of the stats, Jen thinks I'm making the stats up. Despite all evidence to the contrary, despite talking to people about the podcast, like whatever, it was that moment where I was like, shit, people have listened to me say things. Uh, That's really sweet. There's something magical about that too, isn't there? I don't want to lose the magic of people actually listening to the show. Yeah. I I never think about it until I do and then it fucks me up. (laughs) Straight (laughs) fucks me up. (laughs) All right. You're up. Oh, for question two? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jen pointed at her laptop as though it, like a suck it. Do it. <laughs> yeah, I was pointing at my computer, which is like near my lap, and it was a little, it was a little rude gesture I just Eat made. Eat this. <laughs> All right. Hi, Jen and Trin. I have severe ADD, and I work in an open space office, so no walls, just desks out in the open. It's a challenge to focus sometimes, but mostly I do pretty okay. However... There's a new person in my row that has a new habit that has provided a whole new level of difficulty to focusing on my work. This person spends most of the day listening to music on his earbuds and playing desk drums or loudly tapping out the beat with his feet. It's not a constant, but it is a lot. And it happens every day for most of the day. I know I'm not the only person to have noticed him during one of his drum solos, but no one else has said anything about it. I put in earbuds, but I can't fully drown out the noise. He's been working on my team for less than a month, and I am sure that he doesn't realize other people can hear him, let alone are distracted by him. Is there a way that I can alert him to the fact that his tapping, slamping, and stomping is distracting without making him feel bad? Or making him afraid to show or making him afraid to work how he likes in his own space? I feel like his drumming and tapping is part of his creative process or how he concentrates. Do I just need to learn to live with it? 
Whoa. Uh, I have a headache just thinking about this. I had a headache anyway, to be honest, but now I super do. <laughs> so do we still disagree on how to... I don't think we disagree. I think this guy's pretty annoying. <laughs> so when we were first talking about this, we were of two minds. So how about this? I'm going to go through my feelings about it, and then I want to know if you have anything to add about that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. I think that this person is not being kind. I think he's being nice. I think that he is, he's not slapping other people. He is keeping to himself (laughs) and just stomping around. But what he's doing is unkind because he's prioritizing his own fun, other people. Okay. No adult does not understand that banging on things results in noise. That is science. That is what science is. So he must know he's making a ruckus and either he doesn't care or he thinks that this makes him interesting. (laughs) I really think that. So I don't think you need to be nice to him because he is not being nice to you. But you might want to be nice to him anyway because you're going to have to see him every day for at least a while. So the only the area where I may or may not disagree with you, I don't know yet to think about it more, is I believe when the asker says this person doesn't know what they're... I just... Okay, they have headphones on. They, uh, they've only worked there a month. Stop it! Okay, like... <laughs> they've only worked there a month. Um, everyone, this person could be very unaware of how their actions affect others because that's how we raise a lot of people <laughs> in society. True. That's fair. Um, I totally believe that they can fall into the trap of maybe they worked from home before this. Maybe... Stop it. <laughs> Every day for most of the day. People do weird shit at their desks, Trin. Every day for most of the day. People do. I eat at my desk, and I know people must think that's weird. No. But I'm the boss at my pod, so I'm going to do that. (laughs) No, but I just, I believe when the asker says this guy may not know what he's doing, which is not great. It's not great that he's not aware of how his actions affect others. But uh, I think our solution is the same. I agree with that. Which is... uh, it's time to say something. Right. I know it's going to be awkward, but we can make this, we can come up with ideas that will make this not so awkward. Mm-hmm. And even if it is, it's still survivable. We say that a lot in the show. Awkward, but still survivable. And you are going to survive this because you, you deserve, you have the right to work in peace. Yeah. Also, that is, it's disturbing everyone. Someone's got to say something. You can say something in a way that is polite, but still get your point across. So let's do it, Trin. I, I agree. I think the solution is very quick. It's something. And, and sometimes we say, wait until it happens again to bring it up so that it's relevant. I don't think you need to do that. I think this could be a, a really quick break room conversation. Something like, hey, bud, sometimes when you're rocking out to your music, the tapping can get a little distracting. Could you turn it down a notch? I'm not talking about the loudness of your music. I'm specifically talking about the tapping. Yeah, I think that's really good. That's it. Yeah. Uh, do you have like a, a Slack thing that you talk to each other on? You know how like a chat program. Like a chat pro. Thank yeah. you for translating that. No, it's fine. <laughs> or uh, like a G chat or whatever. I think you could you could do it there too. Here's my question, Trin. Do you think it's worth saying to this person, "I have ADD, and it, you'd be really helping me out if you turned it down a little"? Um, only I would say if the asker is comfortable with revealing that information and they truly think that it will be make it an easier blow. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah. Only if it benefits you. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't think it's necessary because the truth is that it, it's distracting to everyone. It's distracting. How? How? Like, how do you drum all day? Every day. Seriously, it says every day. 
and not think you were affecting people. Like you're not a professional percussionist. There is, I just don't, I just don't get it. I just like. I think people get in the work zone and they don't, they, they lose the part of their brain that tells them to be conscious of others. I don't know. Like, okay. So I know there are plenty of quirks that I can. Do you know when Max used to make pug noises? I mean, he might still make pug we noises. We just don't sit across the, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was, so our boss, should we talk about it? Yeah, of course. Great. Of course we should. (laughs) Our boss friend, uh, every now and again, he'd be reading like a tough email maybe. And I would say, how often was it? Like every couple hours tops? And he would just make like a pug breathing noise. Like, (sighs) (sighs) yeah, it was just, uh, and we would sometimes count them. Yeah. Cause it was funny. And it made us happy. And it wasn't that disruptive. No. And like, and if you had earbuds and you wouldn't be able to hear them anyway. Um, but like, that's a delight. Yeah. That's so different than this. You know, like, um, uh, I, I do this and I've overheard other people doing this talking at their emails. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I do that. I do that too. Like, why do I have so many emails? (laughs) Why the fuck are you emailing me again? Sometimes I'll just go, no. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's always an email too. Yeah. It's always an email. Email. Just like. So I've told you this before, I think, that I have to switch out the noise that alerts me to emails because the noise starts stressing me the oh, fuck out. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I think I'm like two or three years away from never answering an email again. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to stop. I'm mm-hmm. going to have a meltdown and stop. I'm going to stop. I'm just going to live at the bottom of a river and just not. I'm going to carve out my place in a shunk- sunken ship. Oh, God. I was thinking more like a beaver dam situation. Ooh. Just like an architectural <laughs> beauty of just a pile of logs that I will live inside of and have no technology whatsoever. That sounds awesome. Doesn't it? Beavers are really... Crafty. They are crafty. They are nature's architect. And you think looking at a dam that is just a pile of wood, it is not. Look it up. There are rooms, hallways in dams. Feel, I, I watched a documentary just called Beavers. Oh, lovely. And uh, there's one I point... I also watched that documentary on my computer alone <laughs> in, the, in, in the incognito tab. <laughs> but like, so that's the thing is that like one of the first things that you see in the documentary is just a black screen with the white words in all caps, BEAVERS. <laughs> and it feels good, you know, yeah. to know what you're really getting into. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so this drummer... <laughs> What are you going to do about him? So I'm going to say, stop it, please. Exactly. So here's another nice versus kind. I feel that you are doing him a kindness by telling him, and that is a kind thing to do. I honestly think it is kind to alert someone to this. It's a courtesy that you're offering this person, truly. It's always kind to share your boundaries. Yes. Even if it's very difficult. Yes. Even if it makes you feel so weird. Yes. So let's practice a little bit more of some things you could say. Yeah. Hey, drummer. Hey, little drummer boy. <laughs> yeah. Could you do me a favor and turn down the drumming turn of your hands? Turn down the drumming? Hold on. I'm going to take my hurt buds out. What? Um, your music is fine. Uh, but yeah. I, when you touch your desk like that, it shakes all the other desks. And could you do me a favor and try to be more conscious of that? Thank you so much. Oh, man. I feel so bad. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I feel bad. Oh, two days later. Friend, I just can't stop thinking about how sorry I am that I keep drumming on my desk. Hey, don't worry about it. That's it. Yeah. I, I, that's, don't give in to the apologies here. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> that was the other kind versus nice segue yeah. that I wanted to give. Yeah. Um, it is nice to apologize. 
it is unkind to keep apologizing and in the expectation that somebody will forgive you over and over and over again for a conversation you already had. It is not cool to keep asking for reassurances. Yes. Especially over something that is really small in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, yeah. We, we are not necessarily anticipating that this will happen. However, the theme of this episode is kind versus nice, and it seemed like a good way to bring it up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Oh, I think that was great. I could totally see that happening, Trin. Yeah, especially because okay, this person already takes up way too much of their space. I was literally yeah, going to say so that. So I would not be surprised if you kept getting messages that were like, hey, I'm still thinking about this. I feel weird. I'm so sorry. Well, get over it. Yeah, yeah. I'm be, over be an it. adult. <laughs> say that. I, I'm over I'm it. I'm over it. You should too. Yeah. <laughs> Jen. Yes. I think we did a great job once again. I think we were very kind. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I think we were both not that nice, but very kind in this episode. <laughs> it's a really good summation of our podcast interactions yeah. in general. Yeah, we will not be that nice to you, but we will be kind and wish you all the best. Yeah. Uh, our two askers today, thank you to both of you, one, for such good questions, and two, for giving us your pronouns. Yeah, good work. Wait, did the second one give us their pronouns? Uh, I thought they did. No? Did I cut it? Well, we're going to say that they did <laughs> as an explanation, as a, as an example for other people going forward. We love when you give us uh, your pronouns and hopefully we'll have a new website up eventually that will uh, have a space for pronouns. You just let us know what they are. Cool. Is that everything? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, it's time to text my therapist. Thank you all for your help. Maybe we'll have an update for next week. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> This has been Friendshipping with Jen and Trin. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can at Do Friendship. If you'd like to buy shit from us, you can at thefriendshippingstore.com. Thank you to Ian Parman for editing. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for doing design work. Thank you to Alex Cox for making the studio work. Thank you to Molly Lewis for our theme song. Thank you to Modern Medicine for getting me out of bed this morning. <laughs> and thank you to Jen for showing up for recording <laughs> with all of her cold all my, supplies. All my accessories. There's like a growing pile of clean knife next to me. I'm going to have to disinfect this room. Yeah, it's pretty gross, but I uh, love you and your boogers. <laughs> oh, and thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. Do friendship at the problem. Whenever you're at... Oh, it's me. I think you have to start. <laughs> Fuck. I was like, well, Jen, I'm waiting on you. <laughs> Ian, leave that in. Let everyone know how Trin sasses me. Just don't even edit this. Just be like, Jen, I'm waiting on you. <laughs>